This NBA season, make every three-pointer, alley-oop, and buzzer beater even more exciting with FanDuel. You can bet on everything from first baskets and number of dunks to which player will drain the most threes. Or stack your bets with the same-game parlay for a shot to win even bigger. It's quick, easy, and you'll get your winnings fast. So download the app today and see why we're North America's number one sportsbook. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 19 plus and physically located in Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-866-531-2600 or visit connectsontario.ca. At American Public University, we believe higher education is not one size fits all. That's why we offer 200 modern programs that build on your knowledge and fit your schedule. Because we believe universities should adapt to the needs of students, not the other way around. American Public University, within reach, without limits. Online classes start every month. Learn more at AmericanPublicU.com. Just in time for the holidays, fill your home and your season for less at HomeDepot.com. With up to 40% off a wide assortment of select bedding and bath linens. Update your bed or bath online, right from the comfort of your own cozy couch. Even get free delivery and flexible returns. How's that for holiday cheer? Up to 40% off. Holiday home decor improved from HomeDepot.com. How doers get more done. Online only. Free delivery on select items $45 or more. Visit HomeDepot.com for more information. Hello and welcome to the Raptors Extra Weekly Podcast. I'm Ro Sampson Folk, and today a very special interview with two guys, Demo and Dexter from And One, doing a lot of work over there and talking about a hero in Toronto. Everybody who listens to this podcast should be well acquainted with him. Steady Freddy, Fred Van Vliet, and we're talking about his shoe release with N1. And I'll, Demo, I'm going to start with you. And N1 is a legendary name in basketball's popular culture. The brand is forever etched on the zeitgeist of basketball. We have the greatest dunk contest ever, the Tai Chi <laughs> pair with Vince Carter. Kevin yep. Garnett is now the, the brand ambassador, or sorry, creative director and global ambassador. Just in those two players, you can tell a lot of important stories of the internet era of basketball. The era that spanned Kobe Bryant to LeBron James, but you have Vince Carter and Kevin Garnett, two pillars of, of that era. Now you get to the point where Fred Van Vliet is going to come into that picture. How do you guys pick him as the desirable guy to go forward as the brand? Think about this. Fred, he lets his game do the talking. He's not out there. He's not flashy. He's not all over social media doing a lot of crazy things. We look for guys that embody that N1 DNA. So Fred was the absolute perfect fit. And Dex can speak a lot more to this because Dex was the one who really brought that to the table. Dex Dex has been going after him for about three, four years. Mm -hmm. So this is not something where, like, hey, we won a championship. Hey, we got Fred. No, this was something that was organically built. Relationships was grown. Trust was there. And opportunities and chances were given. Fred took a chance with us. We we took a chance um, to, to say, let's take this to another level. Let's take that attitude, that DNA that you bring to the court, that underdog personality, and let, let's propel this on a, on a big brand level and, and use Canada as a platform to really kind of maximize that. Yeah. I'll, I'll swing it to you then, Dex. I want to I hear about 
What made you interested in Fred? Obviously, Dima was talking about how he, he lets his game do his talking. His game actually does fit pretty well. It pairs well with N1. He snatches ankles all the time. He's got a real tight handle. But when you see Fred and you start bringing this up like, hey, this is our guy, how did that begin for you? Well, as David said, I wanted to make it clear to everyone that it wasn't a thing where he won the championship and I jumped on it. No, I've been trying to, you know, sign Fred for like three or four years now. Um, I've always liked him, you know, from when I, you know, his Wichita State days, you know, just saying, I'm just looking like, yo, this kid is tough, you know. But, you know, the three or four years that I was trying to get him, you know, uh, you know, things didn't pan out. But finally, you know, he loved the product, you know, and like David said, you know, Fred was like, I love it, man. Let's 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 go. You know, and like the thing that David said that Fred just kind of that and one ethos, Fred is just that whole and one everything we stood for. Yeah. You know, how I look at it is any and one player that we sign, you know, if he's playing in the NBA, you still can drop him in any playground in the U.S. and he can get buckets. He can play, you know, that toughness, that grittiness. And that's what we saw in Fred. And, you know, he just if you watch him play. You know, he has that same look on his face. You know, no matter if they're winning, if they're losing, you know, the facial expression never changed. You know, he's tough, man. So that's one of the things, you know, that we loved about him, you know, and that's he fit exactly what we were looking for. Well, that's great. I'm, I'm glad you brought up the ethos of N1 and being a playground player because Fred Van Vliet, a guy who's built himself up from going to being a shocker with Wichita State, working yep. through the G League. Being a, a bench warmer with the Raptors, being a sixth man type of guy in this year starting and getting all-star consideration, that's great that you brought that up. Does that factor into how the shoe is made? Does Fred does Fred want a playground type of shoe? Like it, You can see with the Kyrie Irving shoe that the way they design it is definitely more figuring into how a guard would play, a guard who's always snatching ankles. Does that factor into how the shoe was made for Fred? Yeah, Fred actually, man, he's playing a big part in... Uh, you know, the shoes that he's wearing, the PEs that you see him wearing Absolutely. now. We came in, we flew in, we sat with Fred, and he kind of, you know, the colorways, the look, the it's logos, you know, it, it's different hits on there that Fred only knows about. You know, a lot of his family stuff is on, you know, on the shoe, you know. And, yeah, Fred, I mean, the players now, they want a light shoe, you know, but it has to also perform. So, of course, you know, um, you know, he uh he wants that shoe that, you know, like you said, man, he can snatch some ankles with, man. You know, every time he does that, I call him and I'll text him after the game. Like, I see you. I see what you're doing. <laughs> you know, I, yeah, man, some of the moves he's been doing is like incredible, man. So, like I said, man, he, he fits that whole ethos and what we're what we're looking to do, man. Absolutely. And with that shoe being said, when people ask that question, I kind of refer back to you remember opening night? Yeah. Or, you know, clutch points right there from a performance standpoint. Go back, watch that game. You can really, if you really look at it, if you want to see how that shoe performs and from the technology aspects of it, very light, very quick. Fred is able to do a lot of that movement from that shoe. Yep. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, is you can see now yep. getting that backstory behind it and looking at kind of how he plays and how he maneuvers from a performance standpoint on court. Yep. That's that's interesting. You guys brought that up because that's as as a guy who writes about the Raptors, talks about the Raptors, Fred's ability to work in the pick and roll this year 
and his ability to work downhill has actually been really improved, and we saw that on opening night. He was really good getting to the rim, footwork really nice, hesitation, the stop starts. But you guys brought up the the details of the shoe regarding his family, regarding things that he would only know about. Are you guys in on that as well? Can you can you bring some of that to light, some of the motivations for the special little hits? Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of people don't know, like, you know, inside of the shoe he has his kids' names with their birth dates on it. You know, he has on the back, he has his motto, you know, bet on yourself. He has, you know, some of it says Steady Freddy on the back. Um, you know, some of the things that he's, you know, he's wearing. Um, so, I mean, he really has, you know, we really talk to him and really think about what, you know, things that he likes. Yep. You know, even going forward, you know, with our new design of shoes that we have coming out, you know, we're, we're basically sitting with him and getting his feedback on things that he likes. You know, so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's been great working with him, man. I've worked with a lot of NBA players, man, and he's he's one of the best that I've worked with, man. I mean, he's, he's open. You know, he really tells you what he likes, what he doesn't like, um, you know, and he was real involved in colorways and, you know, stuff like that, you know, with the different hits on it. You know, um, you know, that might be something that, that might be a great question for him. You know, to you know, to ask him about you know a lot of the hits, his logos, and a lot of the stuff that he wanted on the shoes too. So I can elaborate on that, like from a consumer perspective. You know, you know, a lot of people kind of really getting visibility to this new shoe, um, pairing Fred with that. Uh, we're going to be able to. You're, you're going to start to see a lot of these stories being told through mm-hmm. a lot of the content that we're uh, distributing through our brand um, for the IG account with that N1. Um, you're going to be able to really get kind of that in-depth look to what went in from that design process through Fred. So um, over the next couple months, as he wears more PEs, we're going to start to share those stories and how um, what went into it and what the significance, like Dex said, is behind those little hints mm-hmm. uh, and little gems of the shoe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even... And there's a whole... Or sorry, go right ahead. Yeah, and, and even like, you know, going forward, you know, uh, as a relationship grows, we're going to start seeing some... You're going to start seeing some really special, like, what was his favorite cartoon when he was younger? You know, what, what food he likes to eat? You know, we might do a school days where you might get a Wichita State, you know, uh, colorway. You know, so you're going to start seeing a lot of those colorways and a lot of different things going into those PEs that, that are real, you know, that mean a lot to him. Yep. You know, so it's, it's going to be cool. I'm assuming both you guys hoop as far as, and I'm assuming both you guys have probably, you know, got to run in with that shoe probably yourselves. Yeah, exactly. Um, what if you could compare it to a shoe, and we'll assume it's better than the shoe you're comparing it to, of course. But if you could compare it to a shoe, what does it play like? I'm not even gonna really compare it to a shoe. What we did is like that that street ball aspect. Playing outside is a lot different. Uh, from that standpoint, we kind of took that model and was like, okay. When you play outside, you need something sturdy, but you need something light. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is really that shoe that could really be a hybrid, both indoors and both outdoors. So I'm not going to compare it to a shoe. I'm going to really say that this really stands on its own as a different um, comfort level. And like when you actually put your hands on it and physically get to touch it and actually play in it, I think you'll be able to kind of construct your own opinion off of that, of how light how fast that is and uh, how durable it is and how supportive it is with the one uh, boot system with that. Well, I could tell you, I wouldn't compare it, but I could tell you what a lot of the fans compare it to. You know, a lot of people say, you know, that it's comparable to Kobe's. Mm. 
which is, I mean, I don't, I don't take it as a any type of disrespect. I'm like, wow, that's cool. Absolutely, that's cool. I mean, because you know, Fred is also he was a, he's a big fan of Kobe. You right know, on, so, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't, I, I think that's you know, comparison is like, wow, that's cool. You know, but I, uh, I w- sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. Well, I wanted to talk about Terrence Davis the second. I'm yeah. sure you guys love him too. He's fantastic. He had yeah. a great game last night, and yeah. he was wearing Fred shoes as well. Yeah. When you're talking about, is is that something you guys coordinate? Is that Freddie going up to TD and well, be like, "Hey, man, you should be rocking my shoe," or is are the shoes that good that we might well, see sneaker free agents wearing them during the season? Well, it's crazy. Fred hit me. Uh, either Fred hit me, or I think maybe his agent or. Well, somebody hit me and said, hey, uh, Terrence and some other guys on the team, they love the shoes that Fred is wearing. They want to rock the shoes. So I was like, okay, cool. You know, so I think it's just the shoe is great. It's cool. It looks cool. And then I think, too, out of respect for Fred, you know, guys are real supportive. But I think, you know, after Terrence wore them once, he's, he's starting to wear them a lot now. Yeah, he's, yeah. Love it, man. It's light. It, it, it's cool. And he's really loving it, man. It was it was great last night when they both played great and both of them are wearing the shoes. So, I mean, that's great, man. I think you're going to start seeing a lot of players wearing them now. You you're know? a hooper, right? Yeah, I, I play ball, yeah. Like, when you really play in them, like, what what, what would you say your position is? Like, what, what do you, where are you best at on the court? I'm a guard. Usually, usually like, a primary ball handler. You know, the one and the two are pretty synonymous nowadays, especially when you consider Fred Van Fleet plays the two, yeah. but he's a point guard, that type of thing. But, yeah. So you need to get up the court fast. Uh, you need to be able to maneuver laterally, horizontally. You need to be able to slash. You need to be able to have those down screens. This is one of those shoes where, like, it's that mid-top. It's not really that low-top. The, the, just the comfort and the durability of the shoe itself. Just it, when you play in it, you'll be able to develop that own opinion for yourself because it's just such a comfortable shoe to play in. You feel very supportive. And a lot of shoes, you don't feel supportive at the ankle, at the forefront of it. And uh, it's just it's very durable, very very well made to to play from a guard perspective. Well, I, I, like I said, I think it's 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 out of respect for Fred. And then when guys actually try to shoot on, shoot shoe on, they're like, "Wow, it's a great shoe." Yep. You know, because at first people just think, "And one, I want to support Fred." You know, I want to support. You know, I love that and one is coming back, and I want to support. But once they try it on, they're like, "Wow, wait a minute, yep. we got something here." So. You know, it's been great feedback from everybody that's been wearing it. So, you know. You brought up and one coming back. Obviously, and one going from the Kevin Garnett, Vince Carter, having Lance Stevenson in the middle years. What's it like being at the head of a brand that saw a huge emergence in the late 90s, early 2000s and trying to not revive it because it's never been dead, but to just put it back at the forefront? I believe I read that it was second to Nike in yep. as far as sales in the early 2000s. Absolutely. From your guys' standpoint, how do you get it back to that part, and what role does Fred Van Vliet play in that? Yeah. I mean, it, to me, it's just reintroducing re- re- it to a new generation. Yep. You know, you just have to re- – it's different language, different – you know. Now the kids, they've seen the mixtapes. They've seen the players wearing it. Now it's just kind of reintroducing what's next? what's next, making it cool again. And we think Fred is on the – you know, can be on the forefront of that because let's be honest, man, uh, a kid – you know, he loves the Greek freak, but he's not going to be a 6'11", you know, Crazy freak, you know, freak of nature like this guy. A guy like Fred, a kid can say, wow, I could, I could, you know, I can aspire to be, you know, he's 
six one, you know, he's you know crafty handle. I can work and I can do that. Yep. You know, and it's just making it cool again, and we doing making it cool again with a lot of the content that we're doing because you know now social media is king now, so a lot of the stories that we're telling, you know, a lot of the the videos, the pics, the you know, you know, it's just really getting it out there and um, really getting it in front of this new generation. See, the best part about us is like we don't appeal, like Dex said, we don't appeal to every single person. We have a specific, you know audience that we really go after and you have to have that dog to to even think about that a certain type of mentality and it's that street ball mentality it's that gritty mentality that any any means necessary i'll go play on the crack courts i'll go play in the gym no matter what so that really helps us be able to kind of focus in on who our actual consumer is and really lock out after them and create content for them Instead of going after every single person, we know exactly who who we're going after, and they they love that because we're providing content that they can kind of really engage with and relate to. And it's okay. and two, it's about coming up with the with the dope product. You yeah. know that that's the biggest thing, man. These kids, you know, they they want to look good. They want to shoot not only to play in, but a shoot a chilling. Yeah. You know, so it's just it's just kind of you know really really you know refocusing. Coming up with the hot product, the hot content, and really staying you know, in our own lane. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So when you guys were thinking of Fred Van Vliet, obviously trying to get him on on the track at the end there, you said you were trying for some time to get him on with the brand. Mm-hmm. What was the final thing that got him? And then after that, maybe swing it over to you. Let's Great talk question. about yeah. What was the last thing? But we'll talk about next. As far as telling the stories and letting each shoe have its own little personal story along with it, and having that come out as a campaign, is that more you guys or is Fred really like to be able to tell a story through the shoes as well? Well, to me, the final thing was, uh, you know, all the contractual stuff was done. And when he finally tried on the shoe, he was like, I'm in. And also, now, I think as brands, you have to really, I think, communicate and kind of work with these young athletes in a different way. Uh, the, a lot of these guys are coming into the league. They have their own brands. Yep. So it's not like the old way where here's my shoe, here's my brand, that's all you can wear. Yep. No, we came to Fred and said, hey, you have your brand. Hey, we want to partner with your brand. We want to help you build your brand, but we want to also have you help us build, you know, bring N1 back to where we wanted to bring. And it's more of a partnership. It's not more Absolutely. we sign you, we're the brand, you're the player. Wear it, next it. So I think that's a big part that Fred was like, cool. You know, so, you know, in, in, in photo shoots and, you know, stuff, you know, we never tell him, you can't wear your FVV. You can't wear that. Now nah. We invite that. Yeah. So that was a big thing that he liked. And that was a kind of big thing. He was like, let's go. I'm ready. Honestly, that was a really good question. Like, from my perspective, just kind of seeing, like, um, the, the last two years of Dex actively kind of pursuing Fred, like, I'm gonna really say like he built up a trust. Like Dex has worked with a lot of a lot of people within uh, a lot of athletes within the NBA, a lot of athletes through all over, and like he's a very personal guy. And o- over those two years, I saw a lot of trust just being yeah. really built. And the way that you kind of really look after him, and like uh, you you really just kind of are authentic. It's not a yeah. hey, you're signed to us, let's do this. Yeah. Like you really develop a friendship. So from my perspective, this is even cool to see that because I just thought about that. Yeah. And I think that he had a lot of trust within you, which made him have trust within our brand. 
So and then that leads into the story, uh, the story aspect of it. If if an athlete has trust within not just the brand but the people behind the brand, that uh, that allows to elaborate on much more in depth stories, yeah. and that allows you to get really really down to the core um, from a from a brand perspective that leads into these great campaigns that you're starting to see. Yeah. So I think I think that's. That's really that's a genius way to market Fred. A because having talked to him as a media member and knowing so many guys who talked to him, he is so well beloved by everybody who gets to chat with him, either through an interview, his candor, his ability to be concise and break down, you know, some parts of the game that are tough for fans to understand and just make it palatable for them. He's he's a favorite for fans and for media members. He's just wonderful to be around. So to put his personality forward in a league that is so oversaturated with loud personalities, but to put a quiet, humble Fred Van Vliet forward and say, we're going to tell his stories through the shoes, I think is, A, a great thing to bring up. But I want to talk about, let's just to get to the Canada part of it all, as far as from a brand perspective, and I'm sure Fred knows this, what is the impact knowing that you are going to be moving a lot more shoes in Canada because of his proximity to the country? Oh, it's it, man, it's been a huge impact. I mean, that's one thing I, you know, from the beginning, because, you know, like you said, a lot of these, a lot of brands, you know, they they look at Canada as secondary. Like, yeah. you know, we want to be in the U.S. first and then, you know, but I looked at it as, guys, do we really understand that the Raptors are the only basketball team in the country? Like, and that's the fans old. really get behind them? Do we really understand this? And, like you said, everybody loves Fred. Yep. So to us, it was a no-brainer. It was a no-brainer. We were like, you know, let's let's go, you know, and and because these people really embrace you when you become in, you come in, you're part of the family. They embrace you. So it was a no-brainer to us, you know. And that's when we signed Fred and and you know said, hey, let's 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 kind of reach out to Foot Locker Canada and see, you know, how and they were like, let's go, you know. So it, it was great, you know, and it's, it's funny because everybody that talked to us about Fred and the Canadian market, they're like, you know, a lot of brands are ran away from Canada because they're like a player that plays for the Raptors can't get a shoe deal and can't yes, they can. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I don't OK, I don't I don't see that. Like this is a whole country that loves their team, you know, so I'm like I, I saw it, what, what people saw as an obstacle. I saw as an opportunity. Exactly. And this yep. also kind of helped. You guys had Kawhi here last year. He came and he went. So everyone really jumped behind that bandwagon and they did a great job at really maximizing, you know, um, Kawhi as an athlete, Kawhi, all the product. <laughs> but when he left, that sore taste really kind of like uh, it kind of stung. When we came in with Fred, it's it's a more authentic thing because the, the groundwork was already laid. They the Raptors had already known Fred two, three, four years. So it gave us the opportunity to really just kind of be real with the consumer. So we don't come in from a brand standpoint or anything. We come in from a human standpoint. We come in from a relatable brand standpoint. And what we want to do, too, we don't want to just come to Canada, Toronto, to just take, take, take. No. We want to come. We want to do some community stuff here with Fred. And then we also want to bring the gift of that street that ball. street ball mentality and that street ball culture. We want to bring it to Toronto. You know, we want to have, whether it's a, 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 a weekend where we do an N1 streetball event or whether it's a tournament, we just want to bring that whole 
that street ball, that New York, you know, that New York grit. We want to bring it to Toronto to let, you know, let, 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 you know, people here, you know, kind of see, you know, what we're about. Exactly. We want them to experience that the same way we want to come and experience things here. Exactly. So we want them to experience, you know, that. So I, have you ever been to any New York street ball events? I haven't. No. See, man, it's, it's, it's incredible. Under the lights in New York on, on, on Friday, Saturday nights, it's incredible, man. Everyone so, is there. So we want to bring that feel here, you know. So, you know, and, and, and again, we want to do some community stuff, too, where we give back. Yep. You know, so where it's, it's just not we're going to come here with Fred and we're going to take, take, take. No, wow. that's not what we're looking to do. We're, we're, we're building a foundation brick by brick. And we're really building a long-term plan and a long-term, you know, strategy to to really just expand throughout Canada with like with real love. Honestly, yes. I know that sounds kind of cheesy, but that's that's where we come from. Well, that's great. And so you're talking about doing things in the community. Is that does that pertain to basketball camps or something of that flavor, or or other things? Most definitely. Well, basketball camp stuff like that, but also. You know, if, it, if it's something, you know, you know, back to school, you know, school supply drives or, you know, it oh, can be right something on. different. But, but we'll talk more with Fred and, you know, and kind of see some things that he wants to do in the community. And, you know, we definitely want to do basketball things, but some things not basketball. It might be some educational things. It might, you know. We're very new, you know what I mean, to Canada. So, like, like Dex said, we don't want to just come and just take, take, take. We really want to give, like. We don't think that anyone will really buy into us if we just took. That's not authentic. That's not real. That's just like a brand coming in and taking over. If Fred is so beloved by everybody, we really, really want to like lay our roots out here and help in any way possible. We don't know what that could be. You know, that could be a variety of different things. We're just basically saying that something we want to do. It's something that is really, really important to us on a real level. I mean, it could be something as, you know, a lot of kids now are into the sneaker industry. You know, it could be something where we do a forum showing what's behind making a sneaker, what's behind designing a sneaker, what's behind the marketing of a sneaker. Absolutely. You know, so it, it could be stuff like that, you know, to, to show kids, you know, this is what it takes to be in this industry and this is what goes on in this industry. So, I mean, it, we have a lot of ideas, but I think, you know, you know, I think we'll talk to Fred more and, you know. It'll shake out. You guys, will, you'll figure out going forward. Right. One, one last thing I want to talk to you guys about before I give you the floor to kind of plug all the... The appropriate things but let's we all seem to be quite large fans of fred so just for him as a man and as as a player what do you guys want for him going forward coupled with the brand but but also just well wishing man uh stay in toronto definitely definitely <laughs> definitely would like for him to stay in toronto but you know <laughs> that's, that's the decision he has to yeah. make um i definitely think he should have been an all-star this year that's you know, I definitely think he should have been an all-star. I think, I think if he stays in Toronto and they keep that young core, I think they can win a couple of more, some more rings, you know. And if the, you know, the, I don't know if it's a rumor or whatever. I mean, if Toronto, the Raptors get Greek freak. <laughs> what are your thoughts from that from an inside Forget perspective? About it. Forget about it, man. That, I, I'm really incredible. interested here. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty clear that the Raptors are jockeying with with their contracts and everything. And of course, they can afford to sign Fred to 
a fairly lucrative contract as well and still be in position to try and make a play for, uh, let's say, free agent X. But yes. the, the, the contracts, they seem to be kind of working their way into a spot where Masai Ujiri, who apparently tried like hell to trade up and draft Giannis Antetokounmpo 15th overall. Like he tried really hard in that draft to get him. He also helped him get his passport so that he could even play in the NBA. He's been intrinsically tied to the Greek Freaks family. I don't know how their relationship is very well. All I know is that on the optics of the outsider that they're quite close. And especially with my Masai Ujiri having so many hands in so many different cookie jars all over with NBA Africa, basketball without borders. He's very He's, he's a prominent figure in a lot of the things that Mas- uh, that Giannis considers to be close to him and dear to him. So I think that does factor in. And as yeah. a Raptors fan and somebody who writes about the Raptors, I mean, I would love to see Pascal, Freddie, and Giannis all run in the town. That would be fantastic. But I, I couldn't say for sure whether it's going to happen. But obviously the Raptors would be crazy not to be trying for it. But I, I, do, I do hope that it's Fred coming back to Toronto, and I hope he gets the bag, man. I, so I, I, I think that he deserves it so much, honestly. Yes, I definitely want him to get that that nice, lucrative contract. You know, he deserves it, man. He's, for sure. you know, man, he's, he's uh, a tough kid, you know, doesn't complain, doesn't just goes out and plays. You know, even when he was injured, man, I know he he was like, I'm coming back. I'm, you know, even though, you know, most guys probably would have sat out longer. It's that mentality. You know, but it's just, you know... I, I hope he definitely gets that, man. He's, and like you said, man, he's not only a great player, man. I, I've seen him around his family and his kids, man, and he loves his kids. You know, great father. You know, and I just, I just wish him all the best, man. I wish him all the best. Well, before I let you guys go, you guys have the floor. Plug yourselves. Anything that pertains to Freddie, where people should be looking for the shoe to purchase, whatever, whatever you guys want to do. Just let the people know. <laughs> Absolutely. So we had the first release yesterday at Foot Locker exclusively at the 247 Young Street, downtown Toronto. Um, Fred so beloved, people camped out at 6 a.m. just to get that. So uh, I believe it's only really big, big sizes left. So what we're doing since, you know, we're new to Canada, we want people to really experience and like hear a lot of the backstories and understand that this is not something that just happened because of a championship run. Dex is Dex's authentic relationship with them and all. We're giving away um, free goodies and a, a dope live experience panel for the first 100 people that purchased their tax yesterday. So tomorrow we're having an in-store with Freddie out there. So make sure you guys come out. Um, even if you didn't purchase, I'll have uh, myself and my team out there giving away some dope goodies. Yeah. Uh, we have the, a dope attack shirt. Freddie's giving away some dope custom laces. And we have a couple uh, signature uh, posters and things like that to give. But the best thing about it is we're going to really kind of talk through um, with Freddie. And you'll be able to hear a lot of this stuff that we're talking about from our, our perspective and the brand perspective from Freddie's perspective. Yeah. And you'll get to hear Freddie's impact with N1 um, from Freddie's mouth himself. And if you guys missed this release, for the playoffs, we have something else special coming soon. For the playoffs, uh, I think it's going to be that first, like in May, because playoffs usually start around April, mid-April. In May, we have something special coming. If you miss this release, you don't. You don't want to miss the next one. You don't want to miss the next one. That's all we're going to say right now. <laughs> okay. Come I like the- that you guys save it for May because you know the Raptors would never lose in the first round. I like that. Definitely. you got to follow and one too. 
Stay Perfect. up with all the brand news. Stay updated with everything. We're uh, we're telling a lot of really cool stories uh, with our platform uh, with Fred. And like I said earlier, with that trust that kind of was built with Fred, with our brand, with Dexter himself, we're able to really elaborate on some really cool stories. So we're going to be sharing on our platform. You'll really be able to get an in-depth look uh, from Fred, um, his impact on the actual sneakers. Um, we always kind of uh, talk about the sneakers he's wearing from that day. Um, try to put that story behind it and let kind of consumers know about that. And you also be able to get insights on you know the people behind the brand and like what it really takes to 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 get uh, to get to that next level and what we're really doing to push for it. So yeah. there'd be a lot of cool engaging content. So that's at and one on IG. Thank you so much, guys, for coming on. It's been it's been a pleasure. It's been illuminating. I learned some things about Fred that I didn't know. Thank you for lending your voices to this. I, I hope the listeners do appreciate it. Thank you very much for coming on, fellas. Thank you. I appreciate you tomorrow, man. my man. Thank you. And uh, for the listener, whether you're getting into this in the morning or at night, have a blessed day. Check out And One on Instagram. Stay in tune to all the things these guys have going on. Thank you for listening, and goodbye. Thank you. See ya. See ya. Everyone needs more vacation, right? The new United Gateway card knows how to take you away with great travel rewards and no annual fee, ever. The wait for vacation is over. Tap now or visit unitedgatewaycard.com to apply. Thanks for calling Toyota. This is Jan. Hi, Jan. I heard Toyota-thon is on. It sure is. Perfect. I'm getting a head start on my list for Santa. Well, we've got great year-end deals on Camry, Highlander, RAV4, and more. But what kind of toys do you have? It's actually Toyota-thon, not Toyota-thon. We have great deals on vehicles, not toys. I'm sorry, sweetie. Okay. What can I get for five bucks? Current offers end November 30th. Toyota-thon ends January 4th. Participating dealers only. Toyota. Let's go places. At American Public University, we believe higher education is not one size fits all. That's why we offer 200 modern programs that build on your knowledge and fit your schedule. Because we believe universities should adapt to the needs of students, not the other way around. American Public University, within reach, without limits. Online classes start every month. Learn more at AmericanPublicU.com.